Welcome to Talos Takes, the security podcast for everyone from the C-suite to the front lines. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Talos Takes. I am joined once again by Nick Biasini, and today we're going to be talking about insider threats. Thanks for coming on, Nick. Yeah, thanks for having me, John. So this is going to be kind of like our 101 episodes where we, you know, talk about a specific type of threat. You recently wrote about insider threats for the Talos blog. So I'm just going to kind of start out by asking you, you know, what does that term mean exactly for somebody who may not know? So at its lowest level, basically what it means is someone inside your organization is facilitating compromise in some way, shape or form. Uh, Those tend to fall into two large buckets. You have malicious insiders, and then you have unwitting assets. Those are the two primary groups that we see associated with insider threat. So it doesn't necessarily have to be like someone on the inside intentionally trying to do something bad. It can also just be somebody who does something on accident. Correct. So the, the way to think about it is like a malicious insider is someone who is either disgruntled in some way or has some motivation to do damage for some reason inside their organization. The other group, the unwitting assets, they're typically victims of things like social engineering attacks, right? Where they have someone on the phone or someone contacting them via email or over text message that convinces them to click a link, open an attachment, send a wire transfer, something that forces them to do something that causes damage to the organization, but they don't realize that it's causing damage to the organization, if that makes sense. We're seeing these attacks on the rise recently, which is the whole reason why you chose to write about it now. What are some of the factors contributing to that trend? So there's a couple of things. Uh, Recently in our incident response engagements, I've noticed an uptick in insider threats, both from the malicious insider and from the the social engineering side of things. Uh, We are seeing a lot more traction on the social engineering side of attacks, as has been evidenced by the spate of recent compromises that have involved social engineering, even the Cisco uh, incident that happened a month or two ago that also had a voice phishing component. Uh, As far as the malicious insider is concerned, there is also a lot of things that can cause that. Uh, right now, there's a lot of financial consternation with recessions on the on the horizon, potentially inflation going a bit berserk. Cryptocurrencies have dropped drastically in value. And honestly, when you have a lot of users with a lot of financial vulnerability, it creates a lot of opportunities for people to leverage that for malicious things. I mean, it, we've seen for decades people offering to sell access into their organization, mm-hmm. that type of activity is just going to become more common. So how can we best, we as defenders or as Talos, best prepare organizations for these types of attacks? I, I know you wrote in your post a lot about user education, but what does that kind of look like in practice? Like, you know, I, just speaking from experience, if I'm someone who's given like a self-guided class online, I'm going to do whatever it takes to finish that thing as fast as possible. So what what's kind of like some uh, some ways that we can frame this issue to really drive home how important it is for folks to pay attention? So the, it, it kind of depends on the type of threat, right? With malicious insiders, one of the most important things that you can do is audit your environment for user and group permissions. Look for things like permissions creep or a credential or permissions hoarding, where individuals, as they move through different roles in an organization, basically start uh, accumulating credentials and permissions in a variety of different departments, and they potentially have a lot of access to things that they shouldn't. Those types of, of access creep can lead to things like malicious insider attacks. 
Uh, additionally, looking for evidence of a t repeated attempted access at things that they shouldn't be accessing. These are all indicators specifically for malicious insiders. When it comes to social engineering, that's really where the, the user education comes in, right? We spent at this point, multiple decades telling people don't click links and don't open attachments, but we didn't mention anything about don't answer the phone or respond to requests for phone calls or answer text messages. And now we're starting to see that vein of attacks really start to ramp up and our user base just isn't prepared and educated enough on how to deal with those. So it does mean including a social engineering tax in your red teaming and your pen testing. It means including that in your training, having policies in place on how to handle and triage social engineering attacks. All of these things are things that organizations really need to be working on because if it's starting to ramp up now, six months, a year from now, you're going to be in an untenable situation if you don't have that groundwork in place now. So what are some hallmarks of these types of attacks if you're a potential target and you want to look out for them? Like I know one specific example that we've talked about in previous episodes, you know, like we've talked about BEC and other spam campaigns and stuff is something that's like time sensitive. Like, oh, you only have 72 hours to do this type of thing. What are some other hallmarks that attackers typically rely on? So for the social engineering side of things, what we see a lot of now is people purporting to be part of a either operations team or from IT or from security or from a cloud provider purporting to need your help with something. The, the strategies that they're going to use is going to vary. At points, they'll appear to be your best friend trying to help you out. At other points, they may appear threatening and say, you need to do this now or you're going to lose your job. These are all very common uh, tactics for these, these scammers or con people, for lack of a better term, they're really going to push whatever buttons and pull whatever lever they can to get you to do the thing they want to do. So expect to get the sink thrown at you. Don't hand over credentials. Please don't bypass MFA. If somebody calls you and says, hey, we need you to, to accept a push for, to your device, the answer is no. And you immediately call security and figure out what exactly is going on. Because that, that <laughs> stuff is things that organizations should not be doing. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks for going over this with me real quick, Nick. I appreciate your time as always. And I'm sure you'll be on in the next couple of weeks for something else. Thanks for having me, John.